Welcome to the Evolve with Nicolette podcast. I'm Nicolette. I'm a small business owner, wife, and mom. As I'm on my own journey of healing through this process, I've been inspired to encourage a healthy, positive mindset for women and men everywhere. Here, as you will hear my own journey of growth, I will also feature people that are inspiring their communities through health, wellness, and business. I am so excited and so extremely grateful you've decided to press play today. Now let's get started. honey so if you can't so if you're listening to me on my podcast right now I am also recording this for my YouTube channel I am so excited officially a motherfucking YouTuber bitch like I am so ready for this um so my new backdrop is popping I am going to try to get used to we are still on the struggle bus I'm recording this from my phone but everything, it's okay. You got to start with what you have and it's okay. So I'm going to try to look at the little button rather than myself. We're going to try. But thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited for this series of segments about body love and body positivity and self-love and all that good stuff. I'm all about finding your worth and knowing your worth and being fully in that conviction of knowing that you are fucking bomb as hell, okay? Regardless of what you look like, regardless of where you come from and your background, we are all wonderfully made. And I'm not super religious, but I love that phrase so much. And a high key sweating just because of all the lights and shit in here. I wanted to do short segments just because this could be a fucking four to five hour episode, a whole therapy session, a whole year's worth of therapy, and we don't have time for that. And I want to just break it down little by little because I feel like for me, I wasn't really someone who was super, um, like I have things that I'm self-conscious about, but I'm not in general like someone with very low self-esteem. Now, I have deep dove into that. Uh, Last week, I tried to record this episode, but Mercury Retrograde, it was in full effect already. Uh, My phone died as I was doing it. Like, legit 10 minutes after that, a fucking coyote was in my front yard and left me on what the fuck for, like, the whole day or two. But it's okay. This was the way how it's supposed to go. I'm supposed to be wearing two in rain right now, which I am. So new merch is on the way. This backdrop is popping. We're going to fix being able to see the windows in the background at a later point. But with with me doing that first talk with myself, uh, I noticed that it went too long. So that's why I'm re-recording it, being more specific. So this episode will be about just my beginning. And I feel like when you are in your healing journey, you must start from the beginning because you have those pre-programmed beliefs from when you were a child. Obviously, you get new beliefs and new, you know, ways of thinking how life is as you grow older. But definitely a lot of our trauma stems from our trauma or emotional frustration, whatever it is, starts from when you were younger and also all your beliefs because of who you were raised and 
you know, obviously you are who you surround yourself with. And when you're younger, you really have no choice with who you're with, just with the people that you're, that are taking care of you. I am blessed to have been in, um, to be in an amazing family. And I was raised by two hardworking ass parents, but because they were so hardworking, I had to be with my grandparents for the majority of my day for the first full 15 years of my life and also with my auntie tita francis so they all three of them lived together and as a result all like most of the grandkids were shuffling in and out that house throughout the day because of school and just you know being need to be taken care of you know during the day as all of our parents had to work so which was fine because i had the best childhood ever but i did also i do know that for me, I have never been someone with a low self-esteem. I've always had insecurities, of course, but for me to be someone who is very, like, I wouldn't cover my body just because of like, oh my God, like I look so ugly. Like I just, I was never that person. So it breaks my heart when I see that there's so many women and men who think that way and also seeing younger, so like young girls thinking that way about themselves. And I've always, I've had, you know, everybody has those types of insecurities, a majority about like how you look, uh, having, you know, me having relationships with people who had low, low self-esteem, body issues, but I never knew that that was like, like a thing we were able to work through. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, I ha- I was blessed to have um, two parents who never really like nagged me about my weight. And then again, that goes back to like the way how my body dysmorphia, I didn't realize I had body dysmorphia until like what last year. My whole life, I was always told that I was a big girl, big bone, you know, always in the high percentile at the doctor, um, always saying that I, you know, you know, I'm overweight. It's never, there has never been a time where I was skinny and became big. I was always thickums like this. All my baby pictures, my, my chubby cheeks were live and in full effect. Okay. Always had thick thighs, always had, you know what I mean? Always had a tummy. It was never the way how I look back at it now, looking at myself and my baby pictures, I was even hardly chubby. Like, So the way how I feel like my family has always like made me seem to be was that I was always the big one, right? I was always the big girl out of everybody. Um, For me, I'm Mexican and Filipino. So if you're new to just Nicolette in general, to me, to Evolve Nicolette, I am Mexican and Filipino, very, very proud of my um, background and my culture, my ethnicities and being multiracial and biracial. Um, A lot of that has to stem with how Filipino culture and Mexican culture perceives image, right? Like body image and what is beautiful and what is um, socially accepted. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff played into a part of me growing up, of course. I want to break that up too. I want to also deep dive into that with like somebody else. So I am working on that. I am excited that she has signed on to that. So I want to deep dive into that, um, like cultural, how that affects us emotionally and physically and in our whole lives about us being, you know, uh, multiracial or just 
you know, having a, a different, coming from a different background than others and how that affects our image of ourselves. Um, but for me being Mexican, it listen, because I was, my families were never integrated. So like my Mexican side was my Mexican side. We never really had parties together. My Filipino side was my Filipino side and that was it. So I always joke that I grew up Mex or Filipino during the week and Mexican on the weekend when I would go see my family for like a party or like a gathering or whatever. Um, and the majority of my life, especially the first 15 years, I was neck deep in Filipino culture because my Lola and my Lolo raised me and my Tita Francis and being with all my Filipino cousins, you know? Um, so my grandpa would always lovingly refer me to as his little Mexicana, his little Bonita. Like my grandpa was the sweetest. Um, but yeah, he would always give me, you know, like he would call my cheek Chopau and that is like, um, I don't want to say, is it like, it's not like a dessert, a bit, let's just call it a pastry. Please correct me if Chopau. And it's like, uh, basically bread stuffed with meat on the inside and there were like big white pieces of bread so they, they he would call my cheek Chopau so he would call me Chopau and then also like you know family members would refer to my weight me being bigger so I thought and looking back how much of a mind fuck that was being called different names for being chubby and I feel like uh, that is what's very toxic about uh, Filipino culture in general is how toxic body image and how because we are raised to not disrespect our elders and how they're able to tell us whatever the fuck they want and us not being able to respond. That is a whole fucking episode in its own. My family was not mean about it, but I had some family members more than others criticize or critique. Critique is a better word. My weight and my appearance and the fact that I was Mexican and Filipino. Um, I always felt like I was never Mexican enough when I was with my Mexican family, when I would never be Filipina enough when I was with my Filipino side, Filipino side that we will, that's a whole nut. Like, you know, these are all multi, these are all several episodes in one. That's why I feel like there's so much to cover and so much that goes into like your self-esteem and how you were brought up to think and your beliefs and all this stuff so much to deep dive into. So I just want to stay specifically on weight and body and how my beginning was, you know? So when I would go to my Mexican side with my Mexican family members, we were just all kind of like, I felt like we were all similarly built, but I always felt like because I was younger, I would get picked on more about my weight. Not heavily, but it was enough to the point where I knew that I was bigger than others. But when you look back at my baby pictures, I was normal. So that is the part that kills me because I spent so much of my life, I would like to say 31 years for sure, that I was this big fat girl. When I was just chubby, honey, when I was just thick, just thick, nothing unhealthy about me, 
looking back at like pictures of me in high school, how healthy I was, but yet so criticized or like put so they, people would put so much emphasis on like my, how different I looked or how I was not skinny like my cousins, you know, and predominantly Filipinos are small and petite majority. But as we get old, as like, you know, cultures evolve and as I feel like human species evolve, we are getting just bigger, you know, because of the food that we eat, the way how we exercise, nutrition in general, the bad stuff that we eat, Um, you know, just human, humans have evolved into being bigger than we were hundreds of years ago. We're not just fucking cavemen eating plants and killing you know big ass animals like you know what I'm saying like just in general us as human beings have evolved and I feel like for me and now looking at there's so many more especially I love that's why I love social media because I've seen so many like cute thicker Filipina girls and how normal it is and how we all have in common how toxic it was growing up because we were always criticized about our weight. And that is the part that makes me so fucking sad because it's just such a waste of time. Like it's just such a waste of time, a waste of energy. And I feel like things could have been so done so much differently when we were younger. Uh, but our parents didn't know better. Neither did our grandparents. It was just, it's just culture. And, but that's why you learn from your past so that you could break those cycles with your children, with your nieces and nephews, with the next generation. Um, so for me, I was just never someone who walked around with um, low self-esteem because I had to be like proud about what I look like, at least think I look decent or else I like I used it as a shield. I used it as a shield to protect like you know the fact that I knew that I was bigger I felt like I had the the leg up on everybody else because you couldn't make fun of me about my weight because I already know bitch like what else you got to say that's all you got to say is to make fun of me about my weight you know so that's why I feel like I'm so I is the phrase quick lip like or you know my tongue is just so spicy you know, or me just having, you know, my pettiness level is so high. You know what I mean? It, the fact that I'm able to cut you with my words, I feel like stems from me having to always be on the defensive about a lot of aspects of my life. Me being multi, you know, multiracial, me being thicker than other people, um, you know, me being taller. That was also the thing, too, is that I'm 5'7". And so I was like big in every sense of the word, you know, being in, in Filipino terms, you know, like I have a size 10 foot. Do you understand? I had that since I was what, 12, that is insane. You know, like you don't get the cute little feet, you know, the cute little shoes and people telling you how cute your feet are, blah, blah, blah. So ever since I could remember, my mom always took me to go get a pedicure and keep my shit on 100. You know what I mean? Like I've always, I was always ready. And I feel like I thought this whole time that was because of my self-esteem was so high, but no, it was because I was in defense mode, defense mode for most of my life, having to like combat all these like 
I could easily get made fun of for my feet. I could easily get made fun of for my height. My name was, you know, very, you know, would also be something that would be made fun of, you know, like, don't call me Nickelodeon. I've already heard it, you know, or Nicorette. Like we could talk about all these things, but how I've embraced them. And that's not even the right word either, because I use all of those things as my defensive wall to make me mentally stronger and ready for whoever had something to say, you know, which as a result makes me fucking sad for young Nico because she had to always be ready for whatever somebody had to criticize her about. And I know that there's so many people that walk around like that where we think that they are so confident but they had to because people had always something to say about them. Do you know what I'm saying? Thankfully, I didn't have a mom and a dad that really, you know, my dad would always be like, you're, you're big boned, you know? It, it was something for me that was like very, you know, I had to get, I had to get with it. I had to get, I had to get it together and not let anybody have, be one step ahead of me. I had to be one step ahead of them with the jokes or with the comments and be able to cut them with my tongue to be like, shut the fuck up. You're ugly, you know? So, which was a good thing because I could have easily been eaten alive in this world if I was this little dainty thing that did not get it together. But then I did come from a strong mom and dad and I feel like my Filipino side, I did get made fun of a little bit, but it wasn't like crazy. I feel like for that from both sides, but throughout my whole life, um, you know, and growing up, you know, like, especially when you're in your adolescence, you want, you know, you're having this crushes and stuff like that. And you're wanting to think like, how come people are not into me? And, or because you're too tall, because you look different. You know what I mean? I also was blessed to be raised in a city that was so diverse I had poly friends, so like Polynesian friends, black friends, you know, all types of Latino friends, majority Mexican, of course, a hella bunch of Filipino friends, you know, just Asian friends in general. Like I, like, I think, I don't even think I had, I only had like one white friend growing up. So it, you know what I mean? Like I was just someone that was just immersed in so many different cultures also because of where I came from. Shout out to Carson, California, you know, the 90745. That's why I ride so hard for my city, man, because it's a beautiful place. It's hood, but definitely a beautiful melting pot of so many different cultures. Uh, But yeah, like I feel like that is a great beginning of where to like start my story and how I grew up. You know, and I kind of felt like a lot of people, I felt like family members when I would talk about, you know, like when, or like when I was younger and they would see me get sensitive about like them making fun of me or it would always be with that tone of like, this is tough love. I'm trying to get you ready for the world out there because it's rough. And if you can't take it in here, you're not going to survive out there. I heard that a lot growing up where you better take these jokes and be able to handle them or else people that don't even know you will make fun of you and that's really what's going to fucking hurt, you know? Where in actuality, I wish that it wouldn't have been so much tough love 
that it would have been a little bit more compassion and a little bit more just love, love, I wouldn't have been so late to realize self-worth. You know, I wouldn't have been so hard on myself all these years. And I just feel like this is something that could easily have been, you know, my story could have easily been a little bit different if I would have got more like, you know, people gassing me up as I was younger, you know, like, Nico, you fire. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, I didn't really get that until I got older and, but still nobody's really doing that for me until like, you know, like now. And that's the thing though, is that somebody doesn't have to do that for you. And I do that enough for myself now, but I get how important that is now when you do that at such a young age. That's why I never let anybody try to point out flaws about my kids or try to poke fun um, about my sons because I don't want them to have, listen, we're going to teach them to be tough, but I'm not going to teach them to be so tough that they don't know how to like love on themselves at the end of the day. So I gas my sons up all the time of how handsome they are, of how, you know, strong they are, how brave, how courageous they are to go to school every day and to, you know, you know, to learn and to, you know what I mean? Just to pump them up. That's not all about looks, but the inside and how strong and um, resilient we are as human beings. And I want to teach that in my sons because it wasn't done enough to me. And it's okay because, you know, my parents and my fam, you know, my elders, their parents didn't do that for them. So that for them, so they didn't really know how to do that. That wasn't really a thing, you know? Um, so I'm glad that we have these types of conversations now and these types of platforms to talk about this, um, stuff so that the next generation won't have such of a hard time with their emotions and to be emotionally mature sooner rather than later in life. Just trying to keep this episode short and sweet. There's so many ways and routes I could take with this. You've seen me kind of jump around. I really tried to stay on track, but that is the basis of how Nico grew up. I'm just so glad to be having this conversation. It wasn't something that I thought that I should be sharing content on until I got on TikTok and was seeing all these beautiful, big, luscious women wearing two-piece bikinis and twerking without giving a fuck. Like, my little fupa could never, okay? Like, why am I so um, self-conscious about what I have when all these girls are doing all this beautiful shit and encouraging women like me to do what they want to do in life when it's so simple to wear a two-piece bikini no matter what the fuck you look like. Uh, that is that is why I fucks with TikTok all day because the amount of content and just, there's so much more love on there. It's so much more real on there than it is on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just glad because I feel like, not that I got permission, but the encouragement that I saw on TikTok from people loving on themselves and how inspiring that is to like, also help inspire others to love on themselves also. So that is it for today. I am so excited that this is fucking happening and I finally have a background that's fucking decent. This whole setup is cool. One day I will show you what the fuck this room looks like. 
but I'm so excited that this is popping off. I feel like I've worked so hard. I'm, I can't wait just to see growth. Like this is this, I mean, to be evolving like this is amazing. So this is a serious a series of, of, um, different episodes. So I'm excited to fucking press play and start this conversation. Um, I will see you guys next time. So thank you so much for listening and watching. Don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe, do all, do all the reviews, honey. I love it. It helps me out. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you heard today, please rate and leave a review on iTunes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep the good stuff coming. For more inspiration and what I'm up to, please follow me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. Don't forget to tag me in your screenshots of the episodes you're listening to. Also, I do a happy dance every single time I get one and I love them so much. Thank you so much. See you on the next episode.